And good morning and welcome to VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor on uh, Wednesday the 4th of January. Uh, good morning, Paul. How are you? I am well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. We're all sort of back into the swing of it a little bit, but news is still quite thin. But let's start with one which is uh, sort of popular and in a hot area and lots of people are talking about. Uh, and that is we saw yesterday, that uh, late yesterday, Piedmont Lithium. Uh, they've changed their their offtake with Tesla, etc. And of course, that could have a knock on effect for Atlantic Lithium, couldn't it, Paul? Yes, it does. In due course, it might uh, affect Atlantic's uh, speed of development here on their West Africa deposit. The specific news on Piedmont was that they had amended their delivery contract uh, terms with uh, Tesla to accommodate the uh, SC6 spodumene concentrates, probably to be coming first from the Siona North American lithium mine uh, restart in Canada and not from uh, what had originally been agreed at the time of the original contract for those cons to be coming from the uh, Piedmont mine in North Carolina. The reason being uh, the, the mine in North Carolina has uh, been uh, hit uh, with uh, some ongoing permitting uh, delays uh, there such that the time to first production now is quicker through the Siona facility in Quebec. So Tesla now will, uh, under the new terms, uh, get 125,000 metric tons of concentrates f with delivery beginning in the second half of this year. And that's for a two and a half year period under the current contract. Yeah, uh, just a small point um, that I, I was making to people is that, you know, that the EV revolution, a lot of people feel it has stalled. But, you know, I don't think it has. It's going to carry on. But at the same time, you know, lithium will be found elsewhere. Other mines will open up. Recycling will get better. So look, we're on, we're on an exciting journey. There's no question out that lithium is an interesting space. Uh, it's just a case of trying to get the right valuation for it, really, isn't it? Yes, it sure is. Uh, and we said uh, well back there in 2016, for instance, in our earliest uh, um, major note that we thought that uh, every lithium deposit that can be defined will have to be financed uh, to, to um, production uh, globally in order to meet the uh, targets for the 2050 emissions uh, goals. Uh, and that still remains very much the case at this point. Well, Paul, if everyone had listened to us back in sort of 2016 when we were telling everyone to buy lithium, uh, all of our clients would be multimillionaires now. Um, but that's also perhaps why we have an element of caution now, because when we were early to the game, but many other investment bankers are now late to the game, of course, pushing it like mad. And you've got to put it into perspective. But anyway, that's another topic, probably not for this podcast. Uh, what other major news you had this morning, Paul? Well, we had Tieto Minerals has announced uh, yesterday that they have started the commissioning on the brand new uh, big uh, gold mine it has. Uh, there in West Africa. That's to be a 260,000 ounce uh, annual producer with a all-in sustaining cost target around $840 an ounce. So uh, we wish them luck there on that uh, 4.5 million ton per annum uh, conventional uh, CIL uh, mine operation in Cote d'Ivoire. And yep, we correct. also had news uh, 
out from vast resources on an operating update for their buy to ply uh, SCARN uh, deposit there in the uh, Balkans. Um, they have uh, met uh, what they had uh, predicted as far as shipments is concerned during the month of December. So they're feeling uh, very encouraged with performance up uh, improvement there. Uh, yeah, just going back to TSO Minerals, it is ASX listed, whereas Vast Resources, of course, is AIM listed. Yes, that's right. Uh, okay, Paul, anything else you want to mention this morning? Well, only to say that the precious metals prices are going up uh, today along with the U.S. dollar, uh, and it's because of uh, weaker than hoped for uh, manufacturing index data, which was released yesterday both for China and for Australia for the month of December. Yeah, we have uh, gold at 1861, uh, which is yeah definitely pushing up higher, and silver at 24, spot 30. Um, and I think we all know how we like to play both of those commodities, but they are commodities I think that are, are proving to be very popular at the start of this year. Certainly central banks are buying gold like there's no tomorrow, and I think we see rallies in both. Um, it's amazing, isn't it, Paul? If you look at the, uh, the performance of commodities on an annualised basis and go back like 20 years how they rotate so much isn't it whatever was top of the charts last year is probably going to be bottom of the charts this year uh, and again going back to our lithium conversation that's perhaps why we're a little bit cautious there because it was top of the charts last year yes and there was a a a, 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 a theory on the performance of the dow the, uh, for investment for success and that was it's called the dogs of the Dow and whatever is the worst performing five stocks in the Dow industrial average of a particular year should be invested in as better performing over the next two years and vice versa. So uh, it's uh, just to, and commodities are definitely one of the places where the higher volatility takes place uh, on the Dow. So I'm not sure I'd try that on the aim market. Uh, interesting enough, the one that isn't moving, I mean, it's moved a little bit, but it's still lagging perhaps, but it's the one that everyone pushes the whole time is copper, uh, and that still hasn't really taken a big move. But we'll maybe discuss that on another podcast. Paul, that'll do for today. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Very good. We'll see you then.